Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. You want to remind the listener, of course, it is a show that never ends. It continues 24-7 at priceofbusiness.com. And we are on every major screening platform as well as radio stations, coast to coast. Shahara Wright, always love having you on the program. In years, uh, she's an attorney extraordinaire. Uh, I consider her a friend of the show and a friend of mine, and uh, uh, love uh, the fact that we were able to get you back up, back on, and and to really talk about what you've got going on and an issue I've been talking about on the radio that I think is getting underplayed. Frankly, uh, the implications of it are huge. But before we get into that topic, quickly a little about your practice, practice as well as your uh, best website for more information and welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. I'm glad to be back. So I am a business and nonprofit law attorney. I work with small businesses and nonprofit organizations as their legal department. So we handle day-to-day legal advice, trademarks, contracts, um, everything that you really need to run your business and make sure that you stay on top of it legally. And my website is www.therightlawyer.com, and that's right, W-R-I-G-H-T, so therightlawyer.com. There you go. I love that. Okay, let's jump into this topic. It's something that uh, I, frankly, have been watching for a while. There's been so much uh, confusion and pandemonium going on in Washington, D.C., as you know, particularly in Congress, uh, that a lot of this is going under the radar spring. But we're now about uh, 60 days away from a major policy change that I think has uh, far-reaching, even like Sarbanes-Oxley type implications. And, and uh, anyone who would remember 20 years ago, Sarbanes-Oxley, it had a profound impact on world business. I think it's getting even bigger because it affects a larger number type of businesses. So with that, set the stage for us. Yes, yeah, so the Corporate Transparency Act um, was actually passed in 2021, January 2021. Uh, and so it is really an act that is supposed to catch uh, to ensure that we don't have any more shell companies, to catch companies that are doing money laundering, those kinds of things. That's the intention of it. Really what it does is it is a reporting requirement for small businesses. So a lot of these companies, that reasons why it's kind of flying under the radar, is because the companies that it really um, adheres to are the ones that really aren't normally going to pay attention to these reporting requirements. So it requires you to report who the beneficial owners are of a company and or the people who control the company. And so those could be the same people or those could be different people, but it's a reporting requirement, and that's going to start in January. And there are fines and penalties that come along with this if the reporting is not happening. So how how big does a business have to be to have to comply? So... There's a bunch of different exceptions, and I think the exception that's going to matter most to, to most people is there's a $5 million cap, so to speak, meaning that if you're under $5 million, then you will have to report. So you think of it, I have to report unless I meet the exceptions. There's an exception is that if you're making $5 million or more, you don't have to report if you meet additional requirements. So there are, if you $5 million or more and you have at least 21 employees, 
employees, full-time employees, you're in the U.S. and those employees are in the U.S. and you have physical presence and you are um, filing your tax returns, these are all the things that will allow you to not have to report. So think of it again, is that you have to report unless you meet the exceptions. This is one of the exceptions that you have, um, as well as tax-exempt organizations. And so any business, uh, what, what kind of corporate status are we talking about? So any corporate status that you had to file on the state level. So this could be a corporation, a limited liability company, a limited partnership, a limited liability partnership, um, anything that you had to file on the state level, um, that is going to be covered. And this is, again, because this is shocking, right? We're not used to this. Almost all federal regulations are, you know, uh, the thresholds are, unless you're this big, you, you know, you don't have to do it. What's the inverse of that? Because if you are that big, and I'm using air quotes, or bigger, you're doing it already. This is, this is really to get a, a closer eye to those businesses that have been allowed to uh, operate under the radar screen. Yes, that's correct. So it, it is, you're right. It usually is, is that it only, the threshold only comes as if you meet a certain revenue level, then you have to report. Well, this is exactly, as you said, the opposite of that. You have to report unless you meet these um, particular exemption requirements. So it's really catching all of these businesses that don't have other reporting requirements. So things that have like public traded, um, publicly traded organizations or ones that have to report through the SEC, those are not going to be required because there's other reporting requirements that they are going to be caught within understanding who the owners are. But these other smaller businesses, there's no one that knows who those owners are. So it gets you from getting away from having a company where you don't have to list um, the owners or having, you know, stacks and stacks upon um companies where you can't really figure out who the ownership is, this is requiring you to report every level of those ownerships or control. Yes, this is fascinating. Um, and I in both and a bummer for a lot of our listeners that are, you know, small to uh, mid sized businesses are like, oh man. So you know how that You've got clients like that. So uh, talk about where will the compliance be done? How will business owners be notified? Kind of give us a little bit of that fill. And when will these uh, documents be required each year? So the reporting requirement starts in January 1, 2024. So that's coming up really soon. So there's kind of two requirement parts to this. The first requirement is that any company that is created or formed before January 1, 2024, you have a year to report. So within 2024, as long as you get it done before 2025, you have that time to report. Any new company that starts in 2024, you have 30 days um, to report. Now, there's a new proposed rule that may give you 90 days that hasn't gone into effect yet, but you're going to have, let's just say, 30 to 90 days to report as soon as you get your filings in. So those two reporting requirements as of right now. Where you're going to go, and the site is not up, or, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I know it's okay. Uh, what department of government is going to be monitoring this or asking for this? So this is going to be FinCEN, which is the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, um, FinCEN. 
Um, and so they are going to have the reporting requirement and they're going to control the portal that you're going to report to. The portal is not up at this point. It won't be up until January 1st. Um, so there's nowhere for me to send you right now. You can go to FinCEN.gov and, and, and learn about the um, beneficial owner information report, but you can't go and file anything or sign up for anything right now. That's incredible. Uh, so you know what I'm saying. You know what it's going to be like when they put it up on December 26th and January 1 comes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be a disaster. Gonna be a, it's going to crash. It's going to be like uh, Obamacare type of crash. Yes, it, it's going to be a disaster. I expect that um, to happen. And so, you know, what I'm telling people right now, for those who um, have businesses right now, the best thing you can do right now is kind of find out what all companies you have interest in, uh, you know, what company, what people have interest in your company, who are the controlling people that are in the company. They may not have ownership, but you may have somebody like a CEO um, who may not have ownership, but they actually control the organization or a CFO, those kinds of things, who are, what's your corporate structure look like? Those are the things that you can do now. And so that you can determine whether or not one, you are exempt and two, who you need to report at the time that when it becomes available. And even if you don't do it January 1st, which I would recommend you not do, um, maybe wait a little while, this gives you time to kind of figure out what's going on in your company and who needs to be reported. Yeah, I guarantee you, January 1 through 30, there's going to be a lot of bugs that you're going to be dealing with. Whoever the first one to jump in will uh, have to deal with those bugs. And you have until when, and you're, what's the window on that from January 1 to? Till, January, till December 31st, 2024 for existing companies. So for existing Got companies, you, you have, have you one year. To do it. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm getting stressed out just listening to you, Shahara. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone says, and that's why I'm saying learn it early so you won't be stressed, you know, and you won't be calling around law offices um, on December 25th, you know, 2024, and being upset that you can't, you know, get this stuff through. So, you know, do it now. Start kind of getting your stuff together so you can figure out, you know, what companies you have interest in. And, you know, there's lots of us that have multiple companies that, you know, we may have started, uh, maybe you've invested in, maybe you're working with, and really kind of figuring out what all you have interest in now so that you know what you need to report and when. Shahara Wright, it's been such a long time. So good to hear your voice. And uh, really excited uh, to uh, chat with you recently to hear about your growth and expansion. And, uh, you know, when you, when you were a regular on the show, you were only doing Houston. You've got a footprint now that's nationwide, uh, with the, particularly the to work with. I, I, love, I love what you do. Um, final thoughts. We've got about a minute left before I've got to wrap it up. So my final thought is this, do not forget about the CTA. Don't take this lightly. It is very serious. Although you do have a year to get this done, and it may seem like a lot of time, there are penalties um, that come along with this reporting requirement. So if you don't get it done and you forget about it, um, you could be in a lot of trouble. So make sure you put it down on your calendar to make sure you report uh, for the CTA, this is very important. 
Yeah, you're going to hear more and more about this, particularly when uh, people start trying to actually do it and, and get frustrated. What's being described by um, Shahara and others is that it's going to be frustrating. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I enjoy it as always. Thank you. I'm Kevin Price. You are listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business radio show. And, of course, for a podcast, too, people catch us on Google Podcasts. uh, Tune in. You know where you listen to us. We'll be back with more right after this.